God is good. I trust you're ready to hear Him. Father, we worship you tonight. What a precious time we've had together in your presence. Open the eyes, open the ears. Thank you for revelation knowledge. Thank you for your people being helped. Thank you for people having a sense of joy and confidence in you tonight. And be happy because they came. In Jesus' mighty name, can you say amen? Amen. It's been a while since I've had a chance to uh, minister the word. It's always a pleasure. It's always an honor. And uh, I uh, appreciate the opportunity. Thank you for putting your ears on and listening to what the Spirit has to say to you. There's a scripture that I have that's carried me for many, many years. And uh, this little scripture is one that's very familiar. Tonight, we're going to minister along these lines. Philippians 4 and verse 13. You're very familiar with it. I have it in the New King James. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. title of my message tonight is, I can do all things through Christ a fresh appreciation for Christ in your life. There should be a difference because you have Christ in your life versus people that don't have Christ in their life. I said there should be a difference. I uh, remembered one time that I really pulled on this scripture. You know, you know, sometimes you could really lean on or pull on scriptures in certain times for peace, for comfort, for strength, for courage. I was invited to sing uh, at a wedding uh, in Fremont. And these people, they had all these soloists that all fell through. And so word of a friend of a friend of a friend came through and they, they landed on asking me, but I didn't know the family. The family didn't know me. They didn't know anything about me. And they were real nervous about me. <laughs> it's like, you sure you could do this? I says, I, I, I've, been, I've been singing since I was five. I, I can, I can, I'll, I'll be happy to help you. Friends, I want you to know that even though I've been singing since I was five, I got nervous. <laughs> <laughs> because I went into an, a, a different atmosphere, a different group of people. You know, it, it felt like it felt like the, the groom's family and the bride's family were all. <laughs> and I felt, I I tell you what, I I couldn't remember the first words. <laughs> I was just like I had gone over and over and over and over that song. Right, I had prepared. Right, I did what I could in the natural. But something different had to happen. I had to overcome something. I had to not be dismayed at the faces. I mean, when you get the bride's father looking at you. I began to speak this scripture. I, I can do all things through Christ. I have strength for all things in Christ who empowers me. You know, this is the Amplified. But I said, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. I just kept saying that over and over and over and over. And you know, as I, as I realized, this is wild. As I approached, all the singers know how scary this is. As I approached the stage, and that church is a big church. They have like a $300,000 sound system. I couldn't still remember the first words. <laughs> but you know what? I just went up to that mic. I said, I've done my preparation. I take authority over the spirit of fear. And I said to myself, I can... Do all things through whom? Through Christ who strengthens me. 
And I went up there, the music started to play. Okay, which beat is it? Do I come in? Which one? And I says, I, I still kept saying, I can, I might have been singing something else, but on the inside I was saying, I can do all things through Christ. I went to that microphone probably similar to many faith people in the Bible. <laughs> when, they went, when David went to slay Goliath, he had practiced with his sling a whole lot. He was, for practical purposes, not someone that was a novice with a sling. And yet, when he came to face Goliath, he went in the Lord's strength. He didn't say, I've practiced so much, I have accuracy to the hundredth of a millimeter, I can take you down, I, my velocity is the fastest of, you know, he didn't do any of the science behind it. He said, I'm coming at you in the name of the Lord of hosts. What that tells me is that he was going in the anointing. Somebody say the anointing. So let me read that to you in the Amplified Bible. Just as we go through this, our little time tonight, we'll just go as long as until we're, and when we're, when we're done, well, I'll shut down. I won't keep you here all night. Somebody said, Amen. Amen. I have strength for all things in Christ who empowers me. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through Him who infuses inner strength into me. I am self sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. Now, friends, the focus here tonight is not necessarily you accomplishing a task. The focus here tonight is you living your life in and through Christ. Not a task, a lifetime of walking and allowing the Christ life to flow through you. It will manifest itself in you solving problems, remembering the first word on that solo, <laughs> staying out of that automobile accident, amen, paying those bills, having a good night's sleep, getting healed, it'll manifest itself like that. But it's the Christ life, it's the anointing of God on the inside of you, flowing through you. It'll ena he'll enable you to walk in love and not even notice when people are being rude or arrogant against you. So this is more than just completing a task. It's about how we're supposed to live our life. Now let me read just a few scriptures, Acts 17, 28, as we lay the foundation. For in Him we live and move and have our being. As also some of your own poets have said, for we also are also His offspring. In Him we live and move. Remember that song back in the 80s? In Him we live and, and have our being. It's not just a song. It's a reality. Christ life on the inside. Look what it says here in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 5. Even when we were dead and slain by our own shortcomings and trespasses, He made us alive together in fellowship and in union with who? With Christ. He gave us the very life of Christ Himself. Think of that, friends. In the, the same new life which He quickened Him, for it is by grace and His favor and mercy which you did not deserve that you are saved, delivered from judgment, and made partakers of Christ's salvation. So I might skip down a little bit here. I like this. Ephesians 6.10 In conclusion, be strong in the Lord and be empowered through your union with Him. 
The focus tonight is Him. A lot of times we can say that scripture, I can do all things through Christ. But tonight, the focus is, I can do all things through Christ. Are you listening to me? The Christ life on the inside. So it said here, in conclusion, be strong in the Lord. Be empowered through your union with Him. Draw your strength from Him. That strength with His boundless might provides. Verse Colossians 2.6. These are all really good. I, I don't know when to cut it off on these. It says, So as you have therefore received Christ, even Jesus the Lord, so walk, regulate your lives, and conduct yourselves in union. Somebody say union. union. And in conformity to Him. Now friends, we have a dilemma. The culture in which we live knows very little about union or united. Connection. Connections are very weak, very flippant. It used to be the generation before, for instance, companies would hire someone and they would keep them their entire life and they would honor a lifetime of service. But in our own lifetime, we have seen how a company, you could put 20 years, 25 years into a company, and then they just get tired of you. I want a younger face, and they let you go. And in many cases, they let you go without any severance or no hope, nothing. I shouldn't say no hope. They don't offer hope. Christ offers hope. But there were people, when the, when the economic meltdown happened in 2008, 9, 10, 11, and through there, there were people being cut and handed pink slips right and left that have spent their life blood pouring into companies. And, and companies were just washing their hands of excellent, loyal, productive, creative employees. They were. You know they were. It was a difficult time. But the thing here is, the whole idea of unity, being united or staying in union with a person, a place, or a thing for any length of time is almost a foreign concept. I look at this generation, they hardly hold a job for more than two years, they get tired of it. Some of them get a boyfriend or a girlfriend for two weeks or three weeks and they get tired of them. I'm sure glad my wife didn't get tired of me. <laughs> We're going on 39 years. <laughs> 39 years. I better be right. <laughs> 39 years and she's not. But see, how did that happen? That happened first, or this is happening first and foremost. Any time there is longevity... Listen carefully now. Somewhere along the line, and there's perpetual life, there's the Christ life that's flowing through a family, a community, a home. Amen, somebody. A church. Oh, but yeah, this almost seems foreign to us. We're being bombarded, listen, with conflicting viewpoints and parties. 
our societies become accustomed to revolving jobs, revolving friendships, revolving relationships, and revolving churches. Revol- you fill in the blank. Nobody, like one day, I, we, we told someone we've been married so long, and that was, that was a while ago. That was like 25, we've been married 25 years, and somebody almost fell out. Like, what? How could that happen? Now, I, I'm just saying, to have, you know, if you have a good friend, a good friend, how many of you have a good friend that has, you, they, you maybe grew up together when you were in, in grade school and they still believe in you today and they still are kind to you and you're able to share, pick up the phone and pick up where you left off and they're there for you. A good friend who can find. They're very valuable. But the thought here of easy come and easy go is a very strong concept I mean, especially with Hollywood. I mean, (laughs) you know, I cannot believe the competition for people's affection and for people's commitment. There's competition. I don't know if you followed the Olympics at all, but this absolutely phenomenal, I can't pronounce her name, the Russian girl, Mata Valdia or whatever it was, she's phenomenal. Okay, she's phenomenal. But then there's another little younger one that was 15 years old. She's the one that took first place in the ice skating competition or something like this. By just hundredths of a point or something like this. The competition was just, just tremendous. And I want you to know that it seems that we become a society of competition. Always, there's people vying for our attention, vying for our affection, vying for our commitment. There is one that is committed to you. Even when you may lapse in your commitment to Him. Have you read Romans lately where it says, Nothing can separate you from the love of God. His commitment, nothing can separate you from the love of God. Height, depth, creature, things past, things present, things to come. Hallelujah. Nothing can separate you from the kind of commitment that Jesus has for you. Amen. Now, I don't know about you, that brings, that brings solace to my mind. But let's just go on to a, a few things. Yeah, a lot of people's commitment hardly stick past the short season. Now, please don't misunderstand me. There are situations that you need to set boundaries. So I want to be very, very clear. You set the boundaries you need to sit, set. You know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about tough love. I'm talking about if something isn't right, you don't rejoice in it. So I'm not giving people a license to be loyal till it takes you to the grave. I'm just saying that you need to operate in a spirit of love. Amen? But we're, we're, we're seeing here in the, in the book of Mark, chapter 4, and I'm going to paraphrase about how a certain... Uh, the seed was sown in ground. Listen carefully now, because I'm going to try to kind of paraphrase. And it says that uh, it was it was when ter- tribulation or persecution arose for the word's sake. How about this? Tribulation or persecution arises for your relationship, or for your job's sake, or for your kids, or you fill in the blank. It says these people they they just give up and they they cash in all their chips. And they move into the next person in Hollywood. There's a lot of broken hearts floating around in Hollywood. Amen. We need to pray for them. 
But then, of course, there are those that are, that are sown on good ground. They accept it. They receive it. And then I, I just want to make a point here. Christ, the Christ life on the inside of you is not a convenience. It's not a lucky charm. And it's not a fad. You don't trade it in for something else, a better model. You guard this with your life. The Christ life on the inside of you. You know what I'm talking about. In Deuteronomy, you don't have to turn there, but in Deuteronomy 30 and verse 20, it says, And may love the Lord your God and obey His voice and cling to Him, for He is your life. This is not a religion. Following Him and coming to church and worshiping Him and honoring Him and being obedient to Him. That's not a religion. It's a relationship. And there's power that flows and flows from Him and He's on the inside and flows through you into life circumstances. Amen, somebody. Look at, in John 16, 33, Jesus said, In this world you will have tribulation, trials, and distress, and frustration. But be of good cheer, take courage, and be confident, certain, and undaunted. For I have overcome the world. I have deprived it of power to harm you, and have conquered it for you. That's how much I love you. That's how much I'm committed to you. I will never give up on you. I failed last night. So what? He's not giving up on you. I failed last week. He's not giving up on you. I might fail tomorrow. He's not giving up on you. Let's talk about what Jesus said about our union with Him. First of all, it's a must. It's not an option. He said, without Him, without the Christ life on the inside. Friends, oh friends, come on. Tap into the Christ life on the inside of you. Without Him, without His Christ anointing, we can't do anything. I was so impressed, again, being reminded of the story by Brother Moore. Uh, he ministered this at the uh, Ever-Increasing Faith Conference or whatever the, it was called down there in, in uh, uh, Sarasota. He talked about how he, he asked the Lord. He said, Lord, how much of what I do is you and how much of what I do is me? So, so didn't seem like no, any answer to prayer happened. So the next, he went the next three days to do healing school. And he, he said, well, I'll just pick myself a couple songs here and, and uh, pick a couple scriptures. And, you know, it just flows, you know. And he gets up there and nothing. He can't even, he doesn't know how to put a couple chords together. Oh, okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's just go to the Bible. Let's just get a few scriptures and nothing. He couldn't put a couple scriptures together. That happened for three days, he says. I believe him. And he learned that everything that he's doing, friends, everything that you're, if it's good, it's God flowing through you. The scriptures that come up in your heart, the praise that comes up out of your heart, the energy to do things, the ideas. It's the Christ life on the inside of you flowing through you. The love when you sacrifice for someone else and do something kind how about when you have restraint when someone is rude with you and you have restraint and you love of God just holds you back and instead of punching them out or giving them a piece of your mind you let the prince of peace prevail and minister love to them that's the Christ life 
I so appreciated that story because I'm telling you, he basically, Brother Moore gave the example like in John 15, 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same brings forth much fruit. For without me, you can do. See, now we, we don't really, you, we, you don't, you're not really hearing this. See, a lot of times we think, well, I can do some things. I could take it a certain amount, you know. It's like, I, you know, sometimes I, I want to be a good husband. Somebody say husband. <laughs> and my wife goes shopping. A lot of times I go shopping with her, but now I'm just letting her go shopping on her own. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> but when she pulls into the driveway, I want to unload the groceries for her. Why? Because she can't do it herself? Oh, she could do it herself. But I just want to serve her. I want to love her. All right, move right along. How much time do we have? (laughs) How much more do I have to get through? But you see, she starts carrying. Well, see, I could carry this and and I can carry that. Uh, That was heavy. I'll leave that for you. I'm not asking her to carry the light things. I'm saying, let me carry everything. I want to do everything. I hear Jesus saying, I hear him saying, don't just say, well, I'll carry this burden and, 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 and I'll carry that. And I'll let Jesus do the heavy lifting. No, Jesus wants to do all the lifting in your life. I don't know if you're hearing me. He wants the Christ life to do all the lifting in your life. Light or heavy. Jesus said the flesh profits nothing. Are you sure he said, did we miss something here? No, we didn't. We didn't miss it. Where is that? Where is it what what Jesus said? Oh my goodness. I got to go back to when Jesus said the, the spirit gives life the flesh profits nothing he said without me you can do what nothing oh Jesus help us to get this you need I, I gotta just let that soak in there just a little bit just let that soak for a little bit you should not be walking out the door without having connected with the Christ life on the inside of you You should not be making a business decision without connecting with the Christ life in you. Dear Lord, don't make a relational decision. Don't commit yourself, whether it's business or whether it's a romantic interest or something. Please don't do it without consulting the Christ life on the inside of you. Look what it says. I think we're getting it. I think we're getting it. Right, LaDoris? In verse 5 of the... in the, John 15 and verse 5. Yeah, I'm just going to say a little quotes here. From the message verse says, Separated, you can't produce a thing. Look what Young's literal translation says is 5. Because apart from me, you are not able... To do anything. You need to catch this, friends. Because the percentage with which you lean on your own understanding, your own strength, is a limitation for God. 
Now, I'm going to try to fly through this. I'm just trying to encourage you. Stay happy tonight. This is a happy message. God's Word translation says, but you can't produce anything without me. So let me get this straight. Three sobering in you reality. In you, you know nothing. In you, you have nothing. And in you, you can do nothing. Now, that's not original. I got that from another minister. I won't say who. (laughs) But thank God we're not without him. And we don't have, don't take an in you reality check. Take an in him reality check. You can know everything you need to know with a Christ life on the inside. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, 4 and 5 says, I thank my God always concerning you for the grace of God which was given to you by Christ Jesus, that you were enriched in everything by Him, in all utterance and all knowledge. Everything you need to know. Everything you need to know. We need to, I'm, I, I really really, really think we should shut the TV off sometimes, shut the internet off, and hit our prayer closets. Yeah, I do. I believe if we could shut the noise out, you'll get revelation that will put you way ahead. Way ahead. The three Hebrew children, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, They were found when they were interviewed by the king in the book of Daniel. They were ten times better than all the others. Why? The anointing was on them. That's you and that's me. We should not operate. I'm going to just jump right in there. You should not operate under toil. I believe in working hard, but I have to put a disclaimer on my work. I mean, my family knows I have a very strong work ethic. But that, that work must be done through the Christ life. i got to make sure I'm using the power tools of the kingdom. The blessing of the Lord makes rich and He adds no sorrow with it. Amplified Bible, neither does toiling. Listen, toiling increases it. What's toiling? When you're working hard and it costs you something. Well, I, I, got, I only get three hours sleep a night or two hours sleep. I'm so burned out. I'm burning the candle at both ends, brother. But somehow Jesus is going to help me. You are toiling. Get in your prayer closet and get the divine plan of God. His blessing upon you will overtake you while you're sleeping. You saw that movie while you were sleeping? You know that little movie? That was a cute little movie. It's been years ago. But listen, you can get more accomplished by obeying, yielding, and acknowledging to the Christ life on the inside of you and getting a good night's sleep than being up all night long toiling and trying to figure it out. Revelation. Let me let me just. 
I'll just say this one. When, when Jesus asked the disciples, who do, you, who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? He said, uh, says, some say you're Elias, some say, you know, you're the other person, and this and that, and Elijah, some of this. And then he says, Peter, who do you say? I know who you are. You're the Christ, the Son of the living God. And then he said, blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, because flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you. You can't get this on CNN. You can't get this on NBC. You can't get it on Fox. You can't get it on Breitbart. You can't get it on Channel 2, 5, or 7. It's got to be direct from the Spirit of God. The Christ life. Christ in you. The hope of glory. Christ in you. The hope of glory. So toiling. Toiling. Look at this. Here you have the story of the fishermen and they were toiling all night long these are professional fishermen please friends you understand what we're talking about this is their profession they've done this for years it's probably been handed down a business from generation to generation all of their fishing gear all of their boats is specially designed for catching whatever the most advanced tools of the day they had I'm sure they had on board and they went out and it said they fished all night and caught what? Nothing. What did they get? Nothing. But one word from the Christ life one word from the Christ life one idea One bit of counsel, like Brother Copa said, one word from God could change your life forever. Amen. Boys, you caught anything? He knew he, they hadn't caught anything. Are you kidding me? The place was empty. The, the boats were empty. They were, they were all moping. They, what a bummer, bummer, dude. I mean, that's got to feel bad says, go, go let your nets down for a drop. He goes, well, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, Master, we've toiled all night. We're not talking about toiling, though, are we? We're talking about the anointing. So then they caught more in five minutes than they did all night. Hello. God will catch you up. Pastor Tom, I got a little behind. You know, I had an investment or I had a business or I this and that or whatever it was. Oh, my health took a hit. Blah, blah, blah. Listen, God can catch you up in a minute. If you obey and are sensitive to the Christ life on the inside of you. Somebody say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Let's give God a praise. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Now, so Jesus said, apart from me, you can do nothing. So let's go into what happens if you do something apart from him, because we certainly don't want to do that. There is only one alternative. If he, he said, apart with me, apart of me, you cannot do a thing. So that means that if you're going ahead and moving on with that business deal without him, that relationship without him, 
That trip without Him. Going to work without Him. Going shopping without Him. Putting your financial plan together without Him. That means you are doing it in the F-L-E-S-H. The flesh. The flesh. Oh boy, it got real quiet in here. Now let me tell you something. You, many of you have been coming to church for quite a while and you're sensing the anointing of God. There's an anointing of God, you know. You come in this place, boy, He was precious. I tell you, I love this place. This place is a source of life. Even if you just sat here, you just sat here, He just, just, He over, He, He just refreshes you and gives you direction. But what we're trying to say here is, is that we need to become keen to the Christ life on the inside. See, Peter, and don't get mad at me, Peter. I know I will see you one day. And I know you're a choleric, and I'm not. Don't chew me out. You've got to love me. Peter said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And then, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, flesh and blood. I call you Peter. Uh, you, you were, you know, Peter, but I, you know, I call you Peter, you know, the rock of revelation, all this. Peter's feeling really good. And then Jesus said, And now I'm going to go over here to be crucified or be, you know. And he goes, Far be it from you. So Peter yielded to his own, some other thought. Right. He's just, bleh, he just blurted something out. That was not the Christ life. <laughs> that was not the anointing. He said something off the top of his head. Right? right. Something that seemed, some things could seem right, but you've got to check in here. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. What did Jesus say? Get thee behind me. Oops, for thou savorest not the things of God. The plan of God was for Jesus to walk this way. Jesus didn't need to listen to what Peter had to say. He had to obey God to be at the right place at the right time. And Peter tried to... So let's get this straight, Pastor Tom. One minute. Oh, blessed art thou, Simon Barjona. You really got it. Oh, man, flesh and blood didn't reveal it. God really opened. He really revealed it. And then on the other hand, he says, get thee behind me, Satan. <laughs> he yielded to some things. Are you listening to me? You know, it's poss- is it possible if it happened to Peter? Is it possible for that to happen to you? Is it possible for you to just be in your head like Joshua? I think it was a did or something like this. He sends, oh, there's just a few people there. Let's just send a couple thousand guys down there. We don't have to send everybody. We'll stay here and relax. Just a few folks. Just knock it out. They didn't even, they did not inquire of the Lord. Just a handful of people. Oh, we'll not, we'll take them out. You know how many thousands of people we have knocked out? Man, you could get acclimated. Listen, you could get acclimated to victory. You could get acclimated to this Christ life. And then one day you'll take off and think it's you. <laughs> And they went down in there. I won't go there. I believe it was Joshua 7. They went down in there and they lost. Some 36 guys fell and like, what happened? What What, what happened? What happened? And I, please don't tell me that I'm the only person that said, what happened? What happened? Like losing money or uh, things going wrong. Please tell me I'm not the only person that ever did that. I mean, I, maybe that's happened to me. Because I, I thought I was doing the right thing, but I forgot to check in with, the, with headquarters. Amen. Let's go with someone else that try, forgot to check in with headquarters. We're not going to be here all night, but I want you to catch this. 
because you need to cooperate with the Christ life on the inside of you. Let's go to Judges chapter 16. This is the story of Samson. And I'm not reading the entire story. I'm just reading something of a warning for us. Are you listening? Everybody in church tonight. Judges 16, 19, 19 and 20 is all we're going to read. And she, being Delilah, made him sleep upon her knees. And she called for a man. She caused him to shave off the seven locks of his head. And she began to afflict him. And his strength went from him. Now catch this. And she said, The Philistines be upon thee, Samson. And he awoke out of his sleep and said, I will go out. Now listen carefully. As at other times. And shake myself. I'm just going to go, oh, this happened, oh, this happened before. I'm just going to do this just like last time. Like all the other times. Are you kidding me? I just, ah, this is a game, man. I'm just, I'll just knock them all out. But guess what? He didn't realize that God had departed or had, that his strength had went from him. And that the Lord had departed from him. The Message Bible, that God had abandoned him. The Good News Translation, that he did not know that the Lord had left him. Amplified Classic says, the Lord had departed. He says, I will go out as I have time and after time after time. And I'm just going to shake myself free. But not this time. He did not cooperate with the Christ life. Now just, I don't want every. don't get so somber on me. Give me a smile, somebody. He didn't guard the anointing. That's what happened. The anointing on you is precious. God has placed within you the Christ life. Somebody said amen to that. And you can indeed do all things through Christ who strengthens you. But you need to guard the Christ life on the inside. Guard the anointing. What does Christ mean? The anointed one. His anointing. You've got to guard that on the inside of you. Amen. So he just, he just kind of let this girl, this foreign girl wear him down. Guys, watch out for them foreign girls. Girls, watch out for those foreign guys. No matter if they sound French or whatever. Stop it. Protect the anointing. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> Nothing is cute enough to mess with your anointing. I remember Pastor Mark. Don't you love Pastor Mark? I remember years ago, I've had the privilege of, of sitting under his ministry for over 30 years. It's just been an amazing experience. I, I love him. Just what an awesome man of God he and Pastor Brenda are. The, both wonderful. But I remember him saying this years and years ago back at uh, Wicks Boulevard. He said, you can take my car, you can take my house, and you could take my coat, and you could take the shirt off my back, but don't take my anointing. Because if you have the anointing, you'll get it all back. <laughs> Ooh, thank you, Lord. Some of you have had some setbacks. But uh, what I got here after I shared that revelation that Pastor Mark gave us, that has to have been almost 30 years ago. <laughs> Don't take my anointing. 
You can take my shirt. You can take my coat. You can take my house. You can take my car, but don't mess with my anointing. As long as you cultivate the anointing, the Lord will restore. I just got that real strong. Keep following the anointing. Keep following the anointing. Keep protecting your heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. But I lost this huge thing. Protect the anointing. I think you might have gotten it. Did you get it? Protect it. Back to what Jesus said about the flesh. F-L-E-S-H. He said... It's no benefit whatsoever. Look at in the Amplified, John 6, 63. It is the Spirit who gives life. John 6, 63 in the Amplified. The flesh conveys no benefit whatever. There is no profit in it. But he goes on to say, The words that I have been speaking to you, they are spirit and they are our life. Hallelujah. Oh gosh, I, I can't hold you too much longer. It's only 740. We'll close in a couple minutes. Okay, five minutes. Okay, hallelujah. You know, I, I like the scripture and uh, I like what, what Paul said in, in Philippians chapter 3 in verse uh, chapter 3. Hmm. Really, was that verse 3? Verse 3. For we are the circumcision which worship God in the Spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have how much confidence in the flesh? None. Okay, so how do you know if somebody is walking in the flesh? Real quick, how do I know, Pastor Tom, how do I know if I'm operating in the flesh? Well, let me just, I'm pulling my definition of operating through the flesh from Romans chapter 8 and verse 6 and the Amplified. And it says this, Now the mind of the flesh, which is sense and reason without the Holy Spirit. Did you get that? Sense and reason without the Holy Spirit. And he goes on to say, this is Paul speaking, is death. It comprises all the miseries arising from sin, both here and the hereafter. But the mind of the Holy Spirit is life and the soul peace, both now and forever. That is because the mind of the flesh, with its natural carnal thoughts and purposes, is hostile. As nice as you are, I love you. But as nice as you are, your natural thought and your natural man and my natural man is hostile to God. Oh, come on, friends. We don't have to be operating in our natural thought. Amen? Amen. So anyway, let's bring this to a landing. In almost every situation that I come against, I need a higher thought. I need a higher thought. I need a a God thought. And so, what we want to just encourage you is to encourage you to not live apart from the Christ life on the inside of you, but to acknowledge Him in all your ways. Amen? Amen. Acknowledge. Is it possible to depart from the Christ life on the inside of you? I, I, I believe that it is. Uh, and when I say depart, that doesn't mean you lost your salvation. That means life will be harder for you. Why? If I have offered, if Christ has offered to carry all your burdens, if Christ has offered to blaze a trail for you, that He's prepared things for you, 
that the steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. He delights in his way. Why in the world are you going to go through the bush and have to hack down reeds and do it the hard way? Go with the anointing. Let the anointing lead you and do it God's way. Somebody said amen. amen. Now, sometimes you have to wait. Well, sometimes I like this. Moses said this way. He says, look, if your presence doesn't go there, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. If, if that Christ life on the inside of you, if he is not moving you to do something, it's better to not make that stock purchase, hello, than to buy $28,000 of that hot new stock and lose it all three days later. Hello. It's better for you to listen to the Christ life. He says, you better hold your mouth. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Did you get that? You're going to get the veins coming out. I like what pastor says. Go in the bathroom and pray in the Holy Spirit. Knock, knock, knock. Anybody in there? Oh yeah, I'll be out in a second. Open the door. Oh, come right in. It's better for you to not jump into something because you're embarrassed. Oh, everybody's doing it. And I'm the only one. It's better for you to stand alone than in bad company. I'm just saying. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, See, the flesh can't produce anything good. But if you're following the Christ life, you know, he's working on stuff. He's, he's organizing and he's putting stuff so that you will be at the right uh, place at the uh, right time. Oh, I've got stories about the right place at the right time. Un amazing stories. You don't want to hear one of them? Okay, one story, one story. This is wild. I needed a new washer and a new dryer. Count it all joy when you enter into divers temptations. 50 gallons of water pouring into my rumpus room like, oh, 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 oh. I can't go to appliance parts distributing and fix that pump or whatever it was that was broken. You know, like, you know how many times I broke that old Kenmore 77? Those are nice little washers, huh? <laughs> yeah, real nice. 50 gallons all over the... I don't know if it's 50 gallons, but it sure felt like it. When you got, when you got water this deep in your room, you know something's wrong. <laughs> so I said, Lord, I just, you know me, I like a deal, Lord. Uh, so, uh, so I started looking on Craigslist. <laughs> and this is wild. I try to follow the Christ life. I got an anointing. Mm, thank you, Jesus. I feel something. I feel something. And I got one of, I says, Lord, I want, I think I want one of those front loader types. You know, the real cool ones, the LGs or Samsungs or something. And, and you know what? And it has that fast spin deal. I want one of those, Lord. So, so I, I, I found a pretty good deal on one, you know, and uh, I made the call on it and somebody had taken it. And I was kind of bummed out. So there was one of a smaller, it was a smaller model. It wasn't quite the big super jumbo one. It was just a slightly smaller one. Oh man, and that was in Santa Rosa. And I'm living, you know, we're here in, in uh, San Leandro. But to show you how God works, this is God. Be patient. 
Let God work it out for you. The Christ life is leading you. It's all going to work out. What did pastor remind us of? All things work out for good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Amen. You've got to love God. You've got to love the Christ on the inside of you. Hallelujah. So, uh, I, so I saw this other one. Well, okay, I, I'll call on this one. And it turns out that this was like barely used. Barely, barely, barely. And it was like, I, they gave me, the, 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 they said, okay, why don't you come on up? And I said, okay. So I had a truck and I went up there to Santa Rosa to pick it up. You know, we're living in San Leandro, you understand. And wouldn't you know it, the, the, the people that we met, she, she found out that, that I was a, a Christian, you know, this and that. And they're believers. They're strong believers. And she said, you know, I was going to sell it to you for, for, for like, I, I don't know if it was $650. i will just take $50. bucks. i will make it 6 Or if it was $600, I'll just 550 is good enough. Says, and they handed me all the, uh, the, the, the receipt from when it was the, delivered, the bill of lading with, uh, with the extended warranty and everything. This thing was like $1,600 plus. I'm like, whoa. For 500 bucks, I feel good. So, Pastor Tom and Pastor Kimberly are sitting there like, we've never seen anything like this. Ooh, that, it stopped. Look at that. It's like, dude, dude, look at that. Look. And then it stops. And it's using very little water. I mean, I stood there, and then it goes to the spin cycle. Like, wow, this is awesome. How many loads did you watch? I don't want to tell you. I don't want to embarrass myself. But it was really amazing. Okay, that would be nice if it stopped right there. But guess what? The lady on the, on the return call, she says, well, I'm glad. I See, her husband, Ray, helped me out. He goes, okay, Ray, you know, she wasn't there. She was out doing whatever she was doing. But she, we contacted each other on the phone. I says, you know, I, I got this, Joan. I, I got this washer. Thank you so much. We really, really, really are enjoying it. She goes, well, I'm glad. Now, listen, if you ever need a realtor, just remember me. I said, well, of course. A year later, two years later, my father-in-law falls ill and we get in a position where we have to sell the property, right? So I said, Joan. So we get Joan. Perfect fit. Says, hey, Joan, remember me? Washing machine Tom? (laughs) She became like a sister to us. She was so awesome. She's over bringing chicken soup to mom and dad when he was real ill. She was there. You know, a storm came through and blew a tree down. They're there with their own crew cutting trees. That was, that was a marriage made in heaven. Well, marriage. You know what I mean? Getting the right. And then that was divine connection. And then this tree, I think mean, we're trying to get this house sold. And this tree went boom and just destroyed the deck. We had to get it built. She goes, I have the perfect contractor. I said, thank God. And his name was Tom. I know that. I felt something on that. Did you feel it? Tom, yeah, that feels real good. Tom was awesome. He was an artiste. And he played guitar. You know that made me happy. But, but besides me distracting him about guitar, he, he built a new deck. He, re, he, he did so much work in the house. And, you know, he charged very modestly for it. And he did everything. You know, there's such a thing as hacks and things as people that are real artisans. This guy was amazing. 
And he was, and he, it was such a joy to hear Christian music coming out of that boombox. You know, instead of whatever, you know, Alice Cooper or something. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about on the construction sites. So you see, then we were able to sell the house. We've, we've bonded with, did you know she had a prayer group and they're praying for us? Even still now they pray for us. They know we're, we're pastors. We call, we stay in touch with each other. That was divine connections. Wow. And then I found out later by consumer guides that the larger LG, it was, had a bum design on it and it had a, it had a tendency to go out, but the smaller one, that was the right one. <laughs> I'm telling you, God takes care of you. God takes care of you. Guard the anointing on the inside. Does God care about my everyday life? Absolutely He does. He'll work it out. He's working it out. Working it out. Come on, close your eyes. Let's pray. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus for the Christ life on the inside. We thank you that you're working, you're working, you're working, you're working. That the Christ life is embedded deeply within them. That the Christ anointing, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus, that you are at work in them. And that that anointing is teaching them, leading them, comforting them, strengthening them, healing them, guiding them, prospering them, comforting them. Everything we need. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. Like we sang earlier tonight, let it be Jesus. The first name that I call, let it be Jesus. My song inside the storm. There will never be another. Jesus, there's no other. For me, to live is what? Christ. For me, to live is Christ. So, Father, we worship you and thank you for the Christ life on the inside. The anointing that is equal to anything and everything that has come against this precious people. And I thank you, Lord, for the healing power of God. I call for it, Father, to spring forth speedily in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord, for straightening things out. I got this in my spirit. There are, there are situations right here from friends in the room that there are some situations that are so mangled or they are so like a knot that it's like, I don't know how to even start. The Lord's going to untangle it all. It's all going to work out. All those details. Have you ever seen like something like a a string or something that's all mangled? That's what I sense. God's going to straighten it out. Can you believe that? Can you trust in Him? He will show you. He will lead you. He will bring you the help you need. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. Let's pray for a sec. We praise you. We praise you. We praise you. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. For some of you, you, you know that you feel like you're behind. You feel like you're behind. But you know what? You're not behind, not with the anointing inside of you. That He's going to catch you up. Pastor Tom, give me scripture and verse. All right. Glad to do it. In the book of Joel, I will restore to you the years that the canker worm has eaten. 
Now you got to take this for yourself. Don't just, oh, I heard that. No, take this for you. This is for you. He loves you. I will restore the years to you that the canker worm, the palmer worm, that they have taken. Amen. I will restore it to you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I'm, I'm too old. No, you're not. No, you're not. I'm too young. No, you're not. Oh, ha, ha. Thank you, Lord. He's still the restorer. Yeah. A restorer. Come on, let's worship him for a minute. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We worship you tonight. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Yeah. I hope that helped them, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, I got this other thing, and I think it'll stop right there. He has not forgotten you. You are not an afterthought in the heart of God. You are not an afterthought. I just see this clear. It's like you are, you are at the... It's like day and night and day and night and day and night. He is, he is His focus and he, there's an intensity that He's working on your case. Hallelujah. To help you. To help you. Hallelujah. We believe in the God of Shalom around here. Amen. The God that restores so that there's nothing missing and nothing broken. Amen and amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So you don't have to be sad. You can get happy. Anybody get anything out of this tonight? It's a little more appreciation of who you have on the inside. Who you have. Amen. You can neglect Him and you can start carrying your own load or you can just acknowledge Christ in you the hope of glory. Amen?